you're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. Welcome to 13 Nights of Halloween, a Straight Up Enigma's exclusive mini-series. For 13 days leading up to October 31st, we're bringing you bite-sized, terrifying tales to help satisfy your creepy craving. If you enjoy these short, spooky stories, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts as it really helps others find our show. Without further ado, let's begin tonight's eerie episode. The following story is a true series of eerie events told to me by my good friend and longtime listener, Ariel. It's told from his perspective. When I was around 16, my dad was called to be the bishop of our ward. This position in our church is similar to a minister in a local congregation. The role of a bishop is to be a shepherd, watching over and strengthening the members of the ward. We call this assignment a calling, and it's a calling that requires you to sacrifice a lot of your time time with your family, work, and personal hobbies. But more sacrifice brings more blessings, and when you're in tune with the Lord, I believe you can become a bigger target for the adversary. Everything was good and normal. Then, a week after my dad became bishop, all these weird things started happening big things would start to go missing. For me, it was my duvet. My mom cleans houses on the side, so everything in our home is organized and clean. I woke up one morning, folded my duvet so my mom could wash it, and we never found it. A right shoe would go missing, just stupid random things. Our watering can even disappeared, and it was one of those things that we put in the same place every time, so it's very unlikely that we just misplaced it. Everyone had something go missing. My mom, dad, older brother, aunt, uncle, grandpa, and grandma and I. We all lived together in a townhouse. We did have a dog but we never had a problem with him chewing on things or moving them. This presence, or whatever it was, would mimic voices. I had an incident where I came home from school, dropped off my backpack inside, and went out to play. My best friend Victor lived close, and we would go hang out and play video games or soccer. Well, this one time, I dropped off my backpack, and before heading outside, I yelled up the stairs to my brother. Hey, Nephi, I'm going to go play. 
Yeah? Okay, that's fine. It was his voice, a perfect imitation of my brother. I went to play at Victor's, and later I saw Nephi walking home from school. I went up to him and asked, where did you come from? What do you mean? He asked, confused. You were at home, I swear. At first, Nephi just said, you must have been hearing things, but then he believed me. He could see how serious I was about it. We told our family, and later, this same thing happened to my uncle. He had called for my grandpa and heard him respond, but my grandpa wasn't home. My grandma heard my little brother, but even though my grandma heard him answer, he also wasn't home at the time. We would also hear tappings around the house. I can't remember any specific number, like if there were three consecutive taps or anything. Once we noticed it, though, the noise would stop. It was just coming from somewhere in the house, but we couldn't tell where exactly. Several times at night, something would tug at my grandma's sheets. She'd wake up to the sheet being pulled off of her, but as soon as she realized it, it would stop. Our dog never did anything like that either. My grandma was the only person who lived with us who wasn't a baptized member of our church, though I'm not sure that had anything to do with it. She was the only one who had the sheets pulled off of her, though. One day, my dad and brother were talking, when they both noticed something out of the corner of their eye. It was almost like some kind of energy pulled their eyes to look at a shelf we had with a vase of water and a plant in it. When they looked, the vase exploded. The glass didn't cut them or anything, it didn't send out shards of glass, but they did get wet. It was like somebody pushing straight down on a can, crushing it, and the sound was loud like a firecracker. We soon decided to bless our home. My mom is a champion, she's one of the strongest people I know, and she knows her stuff. She's the one who suggested we say a prayer over the house. We were all fed up with it, so we gathered together in the hallway one day. There was a presence in our house. We knew it. Maybe something had come into our home because it was mad at us? My family, we're Latinos, so we're already very superstitious. I believe that if you're already willing to believe in things like spirits, it's easier for those entities to manifest themselves. It's sort of like how you don't really believe in the devil if you don't believe in God. Your belief in one strengthens your belief in the other. We blessed our home with the priesthood, and it was almost like the house sighed. Everything relaxed. The weight, the atmosphere in the room changed. The light was a bit brighter. We knew that the presence, whatever it was, left. 
We have no idea what it was. It was over a period of about two and a half weeks that everything happened. This experience taught me that houses have a spirit too, and they can be possessed by dark spirits just like people can. I'll never forget this experience. That's for sure. Thank you for listening to tonight's hair-raising tale. Please join us tomorrow for the next shocking short story in our 13 Nights of Halloween miniseries. This episode was produced by me, Jaden McKell. If you'd like to learn more about the sources used in this chilling account, please check our show notes or our website at straightupenigmas.home.blog. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.